Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Allegedly, Bob is en route from Nashville to Dallas. But I don't have any confirmation that he ever actually got on the airplane, ladies and gentlemen. So he may still be stuck out in the party district of Nash Vegas. I'm not sure. We went to call him earlier. There was no answer. But I do expect him on the call alongside Cam Moon tomorrow night when the Oilers and Dallas Stars face off on 6.30. Chad. Just got to have a little bit of fun with it. It is Brendan Escott here steering the ship. That was part of the plan. It is the dad's trip, so the uh, broadcast team flying separate from the team uh, as they normally would not, but leaves for things, uh, well, leaves for a little bit of wiggle room like that. Bob wiggled his way out of our plans. We'll tell you that Japanese Village for 50 years has been Edmonton's destination for a celebration for the census. Reserve today at jvedmonton.ca and I'll give you the prospect report as well. It's brought to you by Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace reface and let's go on over here to uh we'll just remind you the season that uh, reed schaefer's having as he gets set to uh, put on the canadian colors this holiday season edmonton's 30 what 32nd overall pick from the 2022 draft if i could get this page to load this would sound a lot better he is of course a member of the uh the WHL's best, can we call them that, Seattle Thunderbirds? I'd have to double-check on the record, but on paper, they certainly are. He's uh, on pace, Schaefer is, for 42 goals and 75 points in 61 games. He is six foot four. he is 220 pounds, and he is a big part of this team's future. I'm not even convinced that we're going to have to wait beyond next year for this player. He's got the physical attributes, obviously. Uh, what are his actual stats thus far? 15 goals 27 points in 22 games and that earned him the call he then won himself the spot on team canada so he'll be there with his uh his goaltender tomas milic and as mentioned four other edmonton area talents colton dock will be there dylan gunther will be there uh dylan sorry zach ostopchuk will be there as will olin Weger. Boys at Brent Ridge Ford, just before we hear from Ostopchuk, boys at Brent Ridge Ford have an important message for you if you're thinking of upgrading your vehicle this holiday season. Interest rates have been going up, but Ford has held rates as low as 1.49% on new 2022 F-150s and as low as 4.49% on select used vehicles. These subsidized rates likely to expire at the end of the year. So if you're considering a change, call Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the team at Brent Ridge Ford, 780-352-6048. Your Ford Truck Authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. All right. Friday evening, I had the pleasure of doing this segment for inside sports so don't be alarmed when you hear me reference that but otherwise here's seven minutes with st albert's own the captain of the vancouver giants and now a member of team canada it is zach ostachup second turn here as a member
So let's uh, hone in maybe on that August tournament for a bit. Uh, thanks for joining the show, first of all, and, and maybe uh, just take me back inside the gold medal winning moment. I imagine that's got to be one of the highlights of your career, if not the highlight to this point. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was a pretty crazy game. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure you guys watched it. Uh, that overtime was, was pretty stressful there. A goal batted out, uh, out of the goal line there by McTavish, and then we would go down the other way and score. So, I mean, kind of just a roller coaster. But, I mean, yeah, it was probably the, probably the best moment of my hockey career for, to date. So, Tell me what you learned about sort of the grind to get to that point. Obviously, the dying 10 seconds of a game can't get there without the buildup, even in the games prior to, right? And sometimes we hear that it takes, you know, losing or uh, learning how to lose in some senses to, to get to that point where you learn how to win. Now, maybe a bit of a different scenario, but what are some of the lessons, Zach, that you picked up in, in that journey last uh, in, the, in August? Yeah, obviously, I mean, uh, every team's a good team. I know uh, it's, it may not look like it on paper, but I mean, those, some some teams are, they catch you by surprise, and every team is there to compete, and, and they're all hungry, and uh, yeah, you got to go through some good teams to get to that point, and uh, yeah, I mean, especially when we play Finland and stuff, like, no teams are ever out. Every team's got the skill to, to come back in games, so you can never kind of, you can never let off the gas. You just got to keep pushing, and that's how you win this tournament. Got uh, Vancouver Giants captain Zach Ostopchuk, St. Albert product, uh, and man, there's a lot of Edmonton area talent on this team uh, between yourself and Colton Dock, and you get Dylan Gunther down from the NHL. Just what does it mean for you, Zach, to have sort of grown up, uh, you know, with these guys in the area, and now you've sort of reconvened representing the, can- the representing the country. Yeah, it's pretty cool, actually. Uh, we were kind of just talking about it at dinner last night. The, the Edmonton guys. Uh, I actually played spring hockey pretty much my whole life, like four or five five years when I was younger with, with Gunther and, and Schaefer and Zellweger, and I know Doc just from skating with him and playing against him. So, yeah, we kind of had a good chuckle about it, uh, kind of growing up playing together and seeing each other uh, develop. Uh, it's been really cool for us. Big Western Hockey League presence on the team this year as well. It's it's funny how at some tournaments the team you know may only have a handful of guys. This year it seems like there's there's quite a few. I mean, what does that say about I guess the state of the league that you're you're playing in most of the time? Yeah, I mean it's a it's a really tough league. Very competitive with a lot of high end guys. Yeah, I mean uh, I mean I've played against uh, all these guys, so I'm not shocked that that we do have a lot of Western guys on this team and. Uh, it's been uh, it's really fun to to see these guys uh, that you've played against and finally get to get to have them on your team. It's a kind of a good feeling. I gotta ask you, Zach, are you excited to play at the traditional time of year for this tournament? I mean, gold medal and all, still in the summer, and uh, would have been a different feel to that. So now you get to uh, you get to move out away from Edmonton first of all, and then experience this over the holidays. What does that mean to you? Yeah, it was really cool to have it in my hometown in the summer. And, uh, but like you said, it's, it's a different feel. And uh, uh, around Christmas, I mean, when you're when you're a kid growing up watching this tournament, uh, you watch the you watch it on Boxing Day and around the around the holidays. So I think it just adds that little element to uh, to everybody's kind of 
I don't know, experience. And, uh, yeah, I guess it'll be really cool to play around the holidays. Uh, there's an article that came out in The Athletic as we chat with uh, Zach Ostopchuk tonight on Inside Sports. An article about your journey, Zach, and I didn't realize the torn ACL um, and just sort of how that, I guess, altered your, your hockey career, but almost in a, in a, in a good sense. Do you want to sort of set, shed some light on maybe a little bit about what that article was about, but more so just your, your uh, comeback from, from ACL surgery and the success thereafter? Yeah, I mean, I, I just read the article for the first time this morning, and uh, I was uh, very impressed with uh, how it was written. It was, uh, it's really nice, and yeah, my my ACL injury kind of kind of came at a, a great time, I guess, with with COVID uh, coming. So, uh, yeah, I, I got very fortunate. I mean, a uh, nine month injury, and I only ended up missing, I think it was fifteen games of my team's play. So uh, I was very fortunate with that, and. Uh, yeah, I was able to. I had no pressure to to get back because because uh, of COVID, we were delayed there for about a year. So I, I was able to take my time with that injury and, and rehab, and I was able to put on 30 pounds of muscle just from working out and, and doing physio. So yeah, it was really helpful for me. Yeah, your uh, your size obviously uh, a big a big boost to uh, to what you can bring to this team. This is a big roster, Zach. I wonder what uh, what you hope you can contribute with your frame and and what other elements you bring. Yeah, I, I know we got a lot of big guys. Uh, we're going to be able to be a team that can put uh, other teams on their heels, and I think uh, we we like that feel. And uh, yeah, I think I can bring some size and some speed and uh, some grit to our to our bottom six there. And if I I think I do have enough skill to, to play up and down the lineup. So uh, yeah, I'm very excited about this group we got. I got to ask you specifically about Connor Bedard. I'm sure there's a lot of players out there that are going to wish they've had an opportunity to share an ice surface with this player. You get to practice with him all month long and then play some more games with him once again. What uh, what is it like? Being being around this this player uh, with with so much intrigue, I guess, from hockey fans uh, with his draft year being this year. Yeah, well, I definitely think he he's been living up to the hype, especially in my mind. Um, he really shocked me last year. Honestly, in the summer, I, I never like I knew he was in the dub and all that, and I'd watch his highlights, but I was never on the ice with him. I never got to play against him, and he really opened my eyes. I mean, this this guy is a special talent. He can rip the puck. He he works extremely hard, and yeah, he's just a great guy. He's very humble and uh, easy to talk to. So yeah, I, I've really been enjoying my time with him. Just a couple more questions here for Team Canada. Zach Ostopchuk, of course, captain of the Vancouver Giants as well. Uh, you uh, you enjoying some of the east coast hospitality what has the team been able to do i think camp started out in moncton uh, have you guys moved to halifax yet what are you up to uh we're actually in st andrews right now so uh, we're, we're at a i think it's it's a big resort um and you know, yeah we've just been kind of we've had some community skates here with the with the fans and all the little kids and uh yeah it's been a really warm welcome here in this small town so uh, it's kind of cool to come out east here. I mean, I've never been out here, and it's, uh, it's really cool to see. So. Here you go. That's Zach Ostapchuk. He will represent not only the Edmonton area, but of course Canada at the upcoming 2023 World Junior Tournament. The puck drops officially for the Canadians. Boxing Day against Chechia.
Uh, we did find out. Thank you very much. I think it was John on the text line. Is that? Yeah, John. Thank you. Bailed me out. I couldn't find this anywhere. Allegedly, there's another game. Canada, Finland, the 23rd and 6.30. So that, that makes sense. Gives them three more days. Uh, three days from now and then three days before the puck officially drops. So, John, thank you for that. Uh, did a much better job than the website for the double IHF could ever have hoped to. That's not how that's supposed to work. <laughs> okay, so they were in Moncton, and it was a 6 nothing win. Uh, Canada led 2 nothing after the first period, 5 nothing after 40 minutes last night. Switzerland outshot overall 42-19. Power play goes 2 for 5, so things, you know, starting to come together for the Canadians. And, you know, you heard Stephen Ellis talk a bit about um, uh, the fact that U.S. gets to fall back on the history that those players have had playing together. Not a luxury for the most part that Canada ever gets to uh, to implement. So it, it really does say something about the, the character of the kids on the team who are kind of coming together in a basically a month span or three weeks or so to, to join at camp and then hey, let's figure out how to make this work. And they do. They absolutely do. Excited for so many different reasons, whether you're from Spruce Grove or you're from Fort Sask and you've watched a guy like Olin Zellweger play, you want to see the, the real genuine, like two of, or maybe the top two picks in this draft in Connor Bedard and Adam Fantilli. You get that this time around. You're, maybe you're just an Oilers fan. You want to watch Reed Schaefer. You got that this time around. Maybe you're like me. You're from Kamloops. You get to watch Logan Stank Coven, Caden Bankier. It's the third straight tournament. I think the Blazers have sent two different players because they had Dylan Guerin there back to back. So that's exciting. The World Juniors is just, hey man, it's the holidays. And if this isn't the trademark sign that the holidays are here in Canada, I don't know what is. Maybe you feel differently. I do know for sure that Royal Pizza is proud to support 630 Ched Santa's Anonymous right now at all Edmonton Royal Pizza locations. There are uh, Santa's Anonymous boxes where you can make donations. Plus, Royal Pizza currently has the festive special where you can receive a $10 bonus coupon with the purchase of a $50 gift card. Royal Pizza Still making it great. Step out one last time here on Oilers Now. We'll wrap up with your texts after this. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. All right, we're closing out the show. I I had to go find the broadcast schedule for this because Ellen brought my attention to the fact that not only does Canada play Finland, uh, they also play uh, Slovakia tomorrow. That makes more sense. Another game all available to be seen on the three-letter sports station. Brandon from Windsor is joking that it's Team Canada now. Uh, <laughs> old Roadhog says, maybe Bob will just call the game from the big screen TV, a sports bar in Nashville. I'm still not convinced that he ever made the flight from Nashville to Dallas, so uh, probably. <laughs> uh, Mark in St. Albert has, uh, has texted in, he says... I've actually messaged multiple times expressing displeasure uh, with Evan Bouchard's play. Bob disagrees with me on trading him. What do I think about it? <sighs> I don't want to have this conversation, but it feels almost necessary, you know, based on how things have gone this year. The urgency for the player has at times been a benefit, but I think more often than those times has left fans wanting more. The lack of urgency, I'm saying. 
He's six foot three, Bouchard is. I'd like to see it look a little more like that. But when you get those instances, those flashes where he fires a beautiful stretch pass up the ice, you're reminded why he was taken so highly in the draft. Right shot defensemen with that kind of cannon are not grown on trees and certainly not with team control. But his play needs a serious uptick this year. And I think that now for anybody last season who maybe had a harder time understanding the true impact of Duncan Keefe, is this a telltale sign? Not that Bouchard needs a handler, but when you're playing next to a multi-time cup champion, a multi-time Norris winner, et cetera, et cetera, you're probably playing a little bit calmer, I would suggest. So, yeah, I, do I want to trade him away? No, I don't want to, Mark and St. Albert. Do I think there's other players out there who in a year or two will be at a similar price point and perhaps have this team closer to a Stanley Cup? That might be how I build a team. I'm, it's not how Ken Holland has built this team, though. You know? So it's an opinion piece, and we can opine, but it unfortunately doesn't matter a whole lot. If one of these assets has to go between Bouchard and Broberg, I'm telling you there's probably a 95% chance it's Broberg. Would it make sense to sign a free agent such as Chris Russell to come in and be a depth defenseman? Well, I think that's what they did basically with Jason Demers, getting that deal done over the weekend. They had the familiarity not only from this season, but Demers and, and Jay Woodcroft go way, way back. So they get him on an NHL deal as of the weekend, two-way deal, so they can bring him up and sort of fill that role if needed. Is he more effective than a younger player? Perhaps not, but the experience is there. Uh, um, in my opinion, says uh, bartender Al, the Oilers' defense, a major problem. Nurse playing too many minutes. Agreed there. Oilers need a burly, gritty, shut-down, left-shot defenseman. They never replaced Clefbaum, says bartender Al. Matthias Ekholm is the answer. We all watched him last night. He's 25 minutes a night kind of player. The Oilers need a better uh, bottom six forward as well. Yeah, <laughs> Matthias Ekholm replaces Adam Larson. One for one. Matias Ekholm costs a million point two five more. I think Larson's what about five million or so, six, and six point two five million a year for Ekholm. You can't get that deal done and still have Evan Bouchard on this team. I don't, I don't see how that works. You can't get that deal done in a flat cap world. So maybe that means that it has to wait until the summer. Do I love the idea of Matias Ekholm on this team? Absolutely. And this is not the first year we've heard about that being a fit. This texture says this is from displaced to you, Connor. <laughs> displaced to where? Uh, go get Cam Fowler now. This team needs a mean stay-at-home defenseman. Well, Cam, Cam Fowler's got the experience. Lifelong Anaheim duck. Also at a reasonable-ish price point. I think he's around six or just under. I don't hate the idea. John Shannon was on the show not that long ago saying he didn't hate that idea either. But it would take one heck of a lot going the other way before Anaheim uh, parted with a guy like him. Yes, Apoyarvi would have to go the other way. Don't forget Pat Verbeek, GM of the Ducks, was hanging around for the last couple Oilers games. Jay says, just trade Tyson Berry. He plays softer than Bouchard. Tyson Berry's having a great year this year. He moves the puck well. He's, uh, by all accounts, he seems to be a great teammate. I won't profess to know everything that goes on in the room, but, you know, you can get a vibe from a guy. 
I don't know that that's the guy they want to get rid of at this point. But would they like to partner him with somebody that can plant somebody else on their backside? That's what I'd like to see. How about Barry and Carson Susie together, for example? Just something like that. Where's the different element that Ken Holland was talking about? We got one call here. Is that right, Derek? We got one call. We're only going to have time for one? Oh, no. Oh, that's something else entirely. Okay. Well, let's wrap it up then with this day in Oilers history, which is brought to you by New West Travel. Give the gift of travel and join Oilers now in Vegas this January. Watch the Oilers play the Vegas Golden Knights. Call New West Travel or go online to newwesttravel.com. We'll go back to 1985. It was a fight-filled night at Northlands Coliseum. Bob's favorite. Yari Curry scores four goals. Wayne Gretzky with a mild six assists, the Oilers beat Los Angeles 9-4. to 130 PIMS handed out as Edmonton registered win number 24 in 34 games. Again, that is this day in Oilers history back in 1985. Coming up tonight on 6.30, Chad Reed Wilkins back in this chair with Inside Sports. You'll hear from NHL Hockey on Rogers analyst Kelly Rudy as well as Sportsnet Oilers analyst Luke Gazdick. What if Luke suited up on that fourth line for a game or two, changed the tone and tenor? That certainly would look different, wouldn't it? <laughs> Tomorrow we'll have Sportsnet's Mark Spector for Aquarian Renovations. And uh, up next, we've got a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Angela Cocott from 2 to 3. And then 6.30 Jet Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Appreciate hanging out with you. And for all of your contributions on the text line, it's Brendan Escott here. We'll chat again tomorrow.